Welcome everybody to Mob Talk episode 206. Today is uh, October 10th, 2020. And if you haven't heard of Mob Talk, it's a show based around the Final Fantasy 14 community discussing everything from Savage Rating to Chocobo Racing to live letter discussions uh, about the game. And before we go too further into this, I want to introduce all the guests we have on. Uh, and hopefully, we're going to kind of check their audio levels while we're doing this too, because I completely forgot to do it. <laughs> I was rushing from the previous show. Uh, so, uh, so just tell everybody who you are, if you don't mind. Fine, sure. Um, I hope I'm not too loud or too quiet. Um, I'm Jess. I mainly stream in German. I focus on Endgame and Final Fantasy XIV, um, moderated Gamescom, and yeah. Okay. Have been on here before, so some of you might know me already. Yeah, yeah, some, yeah, because they only know you from Mog Talk, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. No. <laughs> no. Uh, Sphere, if you don't mind. Yes, I'm Sphere. I've been on here a bunch. Frosty is probably sick of me. I don't know why he's brought me back again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mostly a writer. Stream occasionally. Yeah, that's me. Oh, perfect. Your audio is good too. Then let's do Balana. Hello. Yes, I'm Balana. Um, I play the game a lot. Uh, not so much lately, a little bit. There hasn't been a lot to play in it. Um, <laughs> I've done World Prog for, I counted up 10 tiers is the total I've done at this point. So wow. I've played the game a lot. So we know each other a little bit through various means. I've been on the show once or twice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I have the knife set on the way. Uh, <laughs> you know, I actually... what did I'm, I'm trying to fix your camera right now because I have it a little bit clipped. But I think everybody's audio is pretty good. Um, yeah, we need to start talking about the world race soon because uh, that's going to be relevant. But we'll, we'll get into that in a, a bit. Uh, today's show... It's about the live letter that just happened, and I'm sorry I'm a little disoriented. I'm just trying to throw this all together. Uh, I, we're doing a double feature today, so my <laughs> mind is still on music, as we were discussing that with Alex and uh, Husky before the show started. But now we're going to talk about something that had tons of interesting information and things that are very exciting, which I can't really say 100% with the straight face, because for some reason, I the, the live letter, it was... I don't know, maybe I've just been doing this for too long. I... I, I saw the information and i was just like okay cool that's expected that's normal that's fine were you guys blown away by anything in the live letter not to be start this off completely horribly negative like i am but was there anything that you saw in there you're like wow i'm so glad they they put this in there uh, it was it was a three-hour live letter but i'm surprised they said so little in that amount of time <laughs> yeah yeah that kind of nails it um i think the the next one, the one we get right before 5.4 is going to be a lot more interesting because this one, it's like you expect most of the stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and the stuff that is new is stuff that's not really that important, like mm -hmm. dungeon exploring. <laughs> so uh, that's actually a good way to start this. Let's talk about dungeon exploring and what you guys felt like when you, you saw, they saw that because that's actually, so for me, I don't care about it that much. I'm not really big into glamour stuff. I'm not really big into taking G poses. I'm not like huge into the, all this. Was this something that was like, holy crap, this is, gr I'm so glad they're adding to this, this to the game, or was it really not that interesting? I'm, I'm not their target for that. I'm not, I'm not the G pose <laughs> guy. I'm not too big into that. Yeah. I could see why that'd be exciting for some people, but um, I, I don't know very many of those people. Larry Zar said new in-game content, so there you go. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's great for the, the G-Pose community, I guess, if you'd call it that, mm -hmm. and things like content creators and lore people. I'm sure Ethos is going to love that addition, <laughs> meaning they can right. actually go through and do things like that. 
But my concern is that it's really in line with a lot of the other problems with things lately, that it's very much an implementation of something that you're going to do exactly once. Yeah. You're going to go in there and you're going to go through it doing it this way and you're only going to do it once ever. And I don't know how much time it took them to make this, but that's all that's happening. You know, I, however, I can't imagine too much time went into it, but yeah, go ahead. Sorry. However, the way that they teased this gave me the biggest case of like information blue balls ever. <laughs> on Twitter, right before they announced what was going on with this stuff, they were like, how do you guys want to use mounts and dungeons and had a screenshot of them all there? And then yeah. on the live letter, they're like, Oh, you can't actually fight anything. Don't worry. It's not about getting around dungeons on your map. It's just going back in there later and it's empty. I thought, you know, oh, cool. We're getting bigger dungeons, new, like, mm -hmm. variable paths. It was, the, it was the most shitpost no. thing on Twitter they posted right before the break. They were like, mounts in my dungeon? It's more likely than you think. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like most of the people who just care about, like, endgame stuff, mm -hmm. they're not even going to use the future, right? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of stuff that is in the game, but... Yeah. I don't know. You don't really use it. Um, I do admit I've been in a dungeon once and cleared it just to get a good screenshot. Mm. Would I use the future? I don't know. Like, I do like to take an occasional screenshot, post it on Twitter, but so, I don't it's know if I would like. Thing for, for some people, essentially. Yeah. And yeah. I, I feel bad because we definitely don't have the target audience for that content on the show today. So sorry, guys. But this is actually... Uh, the really cool thing about this is I think this make, opens up a nice little world for content creators in general. Uh, people like Larry, of course, and people who like to make really awesome videos. I'm sure Demo is like, oh, this is amazing, because now he can kind of go back into uh, these dungeons and record them however he'd like. Uh, there's a really uh, amazing amount of possibilities you can to make cool stuff from it, which I think was one of the big reasons for G-Pose stuff is so... People can make really cool screenshots, post it, and advertise for the game. Now they can make really cool videos. It's free advertisement. <laughs> yeah, that's actually what we talked about. Because, yeah, you were in there watching it with me, weren't you, Balana? That the whole entire GPOS addition to the game is literally like so well developed because it, it essentially functions as free advertisement for yeah. the game itself. Because what they do is they then make the people playing the game publish things that are creative and innovative by themselves, and they just put that out there onto social media. It doesn't even need to be done by the... By the uh, by Square themselves. Right, yeah. So uh, that's probably why it gets a lot more development than people would expect. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it hurts nobody having it It doesn't. In there, so it doesn't. Care. They're not taking anything else away from the game by adding this in there. I'm sure they have a, a section of development that's like, let's add these features. I mean, a lot of stuff, they actually had, I think half the show was talking about UI, right? And the, their hmm. UI team is like who the team that puts everything together for G-Pose. They have like... Really? Uh, if, if they're making like an 8-bit game, they have enough people on the UI team to like make like a whole like 8-bit game. Hmm. Um, which is what, why they've done in a few of them. They had that little like Dungeon Explorer thing and some of the other like little mini games were all done by the UI team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's actually pretty interesting because... Uh, do we hear about these big UI discussions with other video games? I mean, I guess maybe does WoW do it? You guys follow WoW probably better than I do. Do they have like development conversations like this? No, because you just have a custom interface in that game and you throw away their true. default UI like right away. True, true. That's why it doesn't exist. <clears throat> <laughs> well, that would make sense. I mean, it's uh, pretty bad. Anyway. I, yeah, I always play with the base UI in WoW, to be honest with you. Every time I played with it, I played with the base UI because uh, mods just morph it into some crazy thing. I can't remember. Uh, I think I ventured into it once, but man, that was so long ago. I don't play WoW anymore. 
Why do you guys play WoW? Is it really a good game now? Do you guys just want something else to do? I mean, I, Classic was a whole lot of fun, but that's it's coming to an end soon. It's coming to an end? Um, yeah. Well, Nac, they have Nax Ramus on the PTR, which is the last rate of Classic, so... Oh, uh, okay. Okay. So, it's uh, running its course. Yeah, what, what I'm most interested in, mm -hmm. knowing from the UI team, which wasn't ever really touched on in that whole se segment, was, I mean, they can't really talk about it, I guess. How do they feel about the fact that so many people used modded UIs in this game after they've put so much work into making the UI what it is? Because I know there's a lot of demand for it, and there's a really, really popular one that's used at the moment by, by streamers, by so many people. For Final uh, Fantasy? For Final Fantasy, yes. Wow. It's, it's very, very popular. Yeah, they, just, um, they can't comment on that, dude. They, yeah, they, they can't. They can't say either way, <laughs> yes or no, or mm -hmm. they get in trouble about it. Because the answer's got to be no. The answer's got to be no. You can't do that. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm more thinking, do they then look at that and think, what can we take from this? What can we learn from this? Or do they just go, screw I these mean, models. They are sullying I, our game with their you know, external... I think... I think they said they draw inspiration from stuff they see on Twitter and social media. Like they check it out in a free time mm -hmm. to see like, okay, what are people like talking about? What are people interested in? Um, do they look at that specific UI? I don't know. Would they change the whole thing? I doubt it, but so you never know. This also actually goes back to WoW too. I mean, they allow add-ons like crazy, right? That's just part of what WoW is, is putting in these add-ons and everything else. Uh, and what I remember happening, and again, I don't know if this is still like true, is that these add-ons would be created and the developers would be like, okay, cool, we will, we'll take from these what we want and make it part of the base game because that's their choice, right? So it's more that they essentially whitelist things or more that they, they, they disable anything that they don't want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, there's there's some add-ons that like went too far in WoW, and they had to break the API portions of it that make it work in the game. Mm. Um, but they have also lifted portions of the the you know custom UIs and put them into the game, like the the quest tracking in that game. There used to be you no know, like quest tracking on your mini map or map or showing like where to go. But there were really popular add-ons that would do that, so everybody started using the add-ons. So Blizzard was like, okay, we'll just add to this game base for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, so there is that, uh, and MMOs who have done that before. What's how WoW will take things from people's mods and put them into the game. But Final Fantasy doesn't really have a welcoming atmosphere to developers of mods to do anything to the game. Like people who are going there and making mods for the game are doing it just because they love the game, I guess. Because it's technically breaking the TOS, and they can get themselves, you know, banned from their accounts for for you know modifying system files and things like that. But um, that's why they can't acknowledge them. That's why I think there isn't like a huge modding community in 14 as well. Well, there is. It's just underground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was uh, it in Heaven's Ward that they said that they were planning for essentially add-ons to be supported? I, uh, they, they talked about it a bit in Realm Reborn. I think they yeah. were still kind of talking about maybe doing it in Heaven's Ward, but by Stormblood, they're like, no, we're not doing that at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that, um with this maybe the playstation 3 4 and everything do, does play into their whole reasoning for why uh because they could do this thing where they say hey we're going to whitelist some of these features and you can't make add-ons that you know do things that we don't want you to do in the game uh but i assume that's extra work I, i'm not sure why right. they don't let the community help develop <laughs> the, the interface with them uh but Be because the first add-on that would get developed is a, is a damage meter yeah that's true yeah. That's true. And they can't really prevent that without rewriting how they 
handle that information, right? There's like API calls and there's things that can access interesting information in the system, then a damage meter is going to get created. Like, if if they had a custom UI system, it would be the most bland thing to not be able to like even do as much as put a DPS meter together. Yeah, <laughs> Zep's right, actually, in chat. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I yeah, was thinking, yeah. but I didn't want to mention it because I think uh, somewhere in the live letter, Yoshida also said something along the lines of they're like really on the edge right now. For example, with the uh, Shiva Savage cutscene, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> They really have to watch where they go. Um. I mean, that uh, was pushing it pretty hard. Uh, I think this is the furthest <laughs> they've pushed it so far. But I, I don't know. I don't really care anymore. Like this whole, the whole thought process of doing UI stuff, uh, or like doing add-ons and everything, has gone from my mind with Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. It's just not the part of the game. Uh, mm. But they are proud of their UI, and I mean, it's nice to know they have people who specialize in it. Uh, Bring it back to the UI team themselves, though. Yeah, they literally inv- are involved in everything. Like all of the content in the game, they have a hand in. Essentially, like uh, retainers, uh, vendors, they do they do literally everything that you interact with is designed by them. It's crazy how much they actually do and how much of an influence they have over the, the way that the game plays and mm. looks. Like just in everything that you do. Yeah. So every time there's new content added, you got to think, oh, the UI team did this and this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. Anything like. Literally everything. It's just, it's crazy how much they actually do. And we don't, we probably never even thought about it. People don't think about user experience a lot. And user hmm. uh, UI and uh, doing that is in every single company that has any kind of platform that a user has to interact with something. And if they're successful, and because programmers, they kind of suck sometimes at making uh, user-friendly <laughs> content because they, they program it and they're like, this makes perfect sense because I know how it works but that doesn't mean you have good UI. And mm. so you have to have a team, if you're not going to let people do it for you, I guess, is uh, to actually develop and create that stuff. And so did you guys like the the nostalgic UI that was shown on screen? Did you guys see that? The blue one? The blue one? <laughs> like the Final Fantasy yeah. Blue? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I like it just because it's it's so old school Final Fantasy. It's hard to say no to that. They used that for I've Deep Dungeon already, it. didn't they? Uh, yeah, yeah, they're the similar color scheme. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when they pulled up, the, it looked the first picture where they had was just like the character sheet. It looked all right, it looked pretty good. And they pulled up the duty finder and just looked really bad, like because yeah. the, the yeah, right paint of the duty finder match. is the wrong color. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They would have to I, modify. I it. Of you, I... Go ahead, Jess. None so... of you use the, the light theme, do you? I do. You do? Like, you oh my god! I love it. I love it. Maybe I just want to be. Aren't like, you like blinded? Uh, oh my no, God, no, no, I'm just used to it now. So like that theme was only in PVP and that was when I was really big into PVP. Uh, I guess like right at the end where they were going into uh, Shadowbringers, I think is when they introduced it, of course. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to use it. Yeah, pro PVP uh, theme. I'm going to put make that part of everything I do. And I just forced it into my blood and I, I use it now. Um, and everyone gives me shit. Every time they see it, yeah. they're just like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm still salty we don't have a dark mode launcher. Like, every time that pops up, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Blind yourself. Well, I mean, we're so used to dark theme stuff now that, like, anything that has literally any kind of brightness to it at all is bad, uh, which is kind of weird to me. Because if you go to a website and it's, it's like, has a white background, you hate it. Except for Google I don't like Docs, it. I guess. <laughs> uh, but that being said, what, what was, I was thinking of something else and I completely forgot about it. 
uh, and it was involved with UI. Uh, oh yeah, with the the nostalgic version they had, maybe they'll like add that in and then just allow you to change colors or something and mm-hmm. have like a, a color wheel that you can kind of modify how it works with everything. Uh, yeah, that would be Final Fantasy Seven slider. That, that, yeah, I'm thinking of that specifically. And yeah, then have maybe Chuckabo painting background, <laughs> Chuckabo wallpaper <laughs> lines. And, so That'd be on brand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you uh, couldn't read like anything, but it would be it would be uh, amazing. Right. Should we get into the the meat and potatoes? Yeah, because I mean, because to be fair, I don't think any of us here really care that much about the UI, <laughs> but it's cool. It's but it's cool. So tell yeah. me, what is the meat and potatoes for you, Sophia? Like when we're looking for me later? personally? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty simply all the battle content that they're adding, and okay. it's that's like Boja, the raid, uh, the BA two, and the blue mage stuff. So those, those are the big four for me. So let's talk about the the one that's coming a Tuesday, Bojan. Um, yes. There. So I'm trying to differentiate because I, I guess I just didn't do my proper studying. Uh, it and Eureka. Like, do you level up in there at all? Is there like I'm an ignorant asshole? Tell me what what Bojan actually is right now. It's Sorry. it's. It, you take it away. Oh, I was just, I was wondering, you know what Eureka is, right? Yeah, I know Eureka. I know Eureka okay. completely, yeah. Um, so I guess where this really gets slotted in as this is kind of our replacement for um, Deep Dungeon in a way, because this is a way you can level jobs from 71 to 80. Is mm-hmm. um, but inside there, there's like uh, two different types of special fates that happen. And they're probably going to work like Eureka, where you have to kill certain mobs to spawn them or do certain things around the map mm-hmm. to make these events happen. Um but when you're in there, you have a rating called Metal that you only get from the Fates, and it increases your like resistance rank or something like that. Okay. Um, but going around and grinding mobs doesn't do anything, apparently. But maybe it'll give oh, you XP for your jobs? Oh, it could do, actually. That's a good point. Because huh. they said you'll only get Metal from the Fates and the Special yeah. Fate and the 1v1 thing. My, my understanding is that, essentially, you go around killing specific mobs to spawn certain... What are they called? Engagements? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Skirmishes. Skirmishes. Which, which are fates, essentially, just with a new name. And then you do the, the skirmishes to get metal, which uh-huh. you then get up to a certain point, you go and cash it in for resistance rank ups. Mm-hmm. But from doing the skirmishes, you can trigger, trigger critical engagements, which are a thing that you zone into from in there it's like a like a mini trial essentially it takes you to a little isolated unescapable room where you gotta fight a boss or waves of enemies or things like that do um, you guys hear the dog in the background by the way yes. Yes. is it very noticeable <laughs> eh. it's okay Sorry, i read him a fold yeah fold and writing oh it's just incessant dogs he was just going <laughs> crazy like I, I don't know what <laughs> was happening but he just wouldn't stop uh it seems like he stopped now but sorry about that it should be good now uh, keep going, Sophia, sorry. Uh, right, so then the critical engagements are things that are triggered. We don't know how. I'm going to assume that it's like NMs again, right? The notorious mm-hmm. monsters that would spawn in Eureka. And then, but it's a little bit different this time in that a little, a, a duty pop window will, will pop up. Mm-hmm. And what will happen is the people who spawned it get priority entry. And you can also, there was something else as well. Is it, if you, 
didn't do it. It's like a lottery to get in. There's like a limit to how many people could get in or something. There's only only 24 people that can go in, and then it's who gets in is prioed by like how much you contributed to actually spawning it, and then there'll also be like special items you can get. They'll like let you cut the line. Mm -hmm. Um, But if there's too many people all cutting the line, it'll just go back to regular lottery or something like that. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit convoluted, and then whoever does the best in it, whoever contributes the most to the critical engagement, uh, has a higher chance of being involved in a one v one encounter at the end of it. Yeah, we get to fight all the that dude from Type Zero, yeah. <laughs> the wingsuit. I, uh, something going. that is, so yeah, something that's really important about this, which was a huge success, and Eureka. Mm-hmm. Was the logo sections? They're being they're being brought back again. We got new versions of logo sections, which is going to make the combat actually really really cool and dynamic and, and unique again. Hmm. Um, they've said that, that well, the only few examples they've given us are like, oh, a tank can be a, sorry, a healer can be as tanky as a tank with these certain ones and things like that. So it just means you can really diversify your play style or maybe like narrow down exactly what you want to do, which mm-hmm. is cool. It's like little mini specializations that you can do now. And the UI for them is way better than in Eureka. They showed a little bit of it last live letter of like how it's going to look like, oh, when you're choosing your actions and mixing your things to um, set up your, your extra actions in there. Okay. Uh, but the best the best part of the live letter is when they're explaining the 1v1 skirmish. Uh, Yoshida did the slash cheer on emote where he was... Oh. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that... literally, you, after you do the, like, the 48-man thing, uh-huh. one person gets picked who performed the best, whatever that means, whether it's they did the most damage or they didn't get hit by shit or who knows. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they, they literally 1v1 someone. And I've said that even like the first time that someone did it, they died in like five seconds. And then they went in again and then someone did it with the right actions and they died in 15 seconds. So apparently it's very hard. But okay. then in a previous live literally said that for people who are really experienced with raid content, it won't be that hard. So... They said it'll be slightly harder than like a story instance fight. Yeah. <laughs> That's a huge contrast. Very hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so if you lose it, does someone take your place and they keep going, no. or it's just no. over? That's it's just that. over. Everybody gets to watch your failure. Uh, you know what? So I'm already just thinking people are gonna know how to get picked, and they're gonna know how to manipulate it or do the most by doing this job in this way, and it's. It might start to get old. It's the only thing that I might think about it because you're gonna have the same people go in there all the time because they'll know how to get to that point. Um, I hope so, they have some way of preventing that, but I don't know. If the mount is tied to that, there's gonna be a lot of salt <laughs> I, because I the mount is the thing that. that you fight. Oh, is it? Yeah, but yeah. I, I feel like more like the mount is gonna be a reward if you have enough points or whatever for everyone. Because else, like, yeah. imagine you're a bad player. You're never gonna get the mount. Mm-hmm. And they make everything accessible to even the most casual of people nowadays. So mm-hmm. I, I can't imagine the mount being locked to being in the 1v1. I don't know. So I guess uh, the other question about this whole thing, because I'm trying to comprehend this. I've read bits and pieces here. And it just seems like a clusterfuck, to be honest with you. Uh, yes. And so when you go in, it's a zone that 70 other, 72 other people can go into. Kind of like Eureka. I, was Eureka capped at 72? think so it was 100 something i think 124 124 yeah. okay uh so it's slightly smaller total people yeah. yeah yeah slightly uh, smaller total people mm-hmm. but you won't be like competing for grinding mobs i guess because they don't give you exp so i guess it makes sense that way 
You're just going in there and you're just trying to spawn fates and it's just like advanced fates. Uh, and everybody's the same level, same eye level, same everything. Uh, they, they made that pretty clear. So I guess there's no progression system in there. You're just in there doing fates. There's the resistance rank. What's, what's I don't the know if that actually pff, it beats me. I don't know if that <laughs> actually like uh, increases your damage, increases your tankiness, survivability, all these sorts of things. But we haven't really gotten detailed on that. You get resistance rank. Okay, so it's just like having a, a just a rank so far that we know of. It's just like oh, it's a arbitrary thing. It's just kind of there. Uh, from what you'll we know. You'll probably need a certain amount of it for upgrading your relic in there, or for going into the uh, the instance that's coming in 5.4 mm -hmm. it might also be tied to teleports around the map again didn't you have something like that yeah yeah it could yeah. be it could be like gate some of the content or quests inside that instance mm. besides uh resistance rink i think there's also uh with eureka you kind of went in there and then people would just start leaving it was kind of like a timer thing and then eventually no one was in the zone and you would just rezone are we expecting it to be the kind of the same thing probably same tech okay uh that that would make sense then i it i want to be interested in it but like it's just so so difficult right now uh because i just don't feel like there's it feels like just going into an instance where you do fates and that doesn't sound exciting to me at the moment uh but i guess once I i'm mean, in there good i don't know i'm i'm personally just glad we have something to level again because they mentioned oh we don't have a deep dungeon so you can level in here and I'm so fucking tired of doing the dungeons over and over again. Like, I have a few classes left that I really don't like, especially don't like doing dungeons with them. <laughs> so it's going to be great to, like, buy a knife car, put a TV show on the other side, and just level. Okay. And have, like, at least a bit of variety in how you level, even if it comes, like, what feels like at the end of the expansion. So but at least it's coming. Yeah. I, I just want to ask this real quick. Just tell me these classes that suck, that you just don't like. Uh, tanks and melee DPS. Just tanks and melee DPS. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. My, my concern with uh, the fact that it's like they're, they're tying in what Palace of the Dead should have been this expansion in here is that initially I don't think it was planned. So mm -hmm. it's either going to be a little bit janky in the way that it works or it's just going to be outright bad, is my feeling. Mm -hmm. That it, they're just trying to look like hamfist a leveling system into what is a relic grind system. So, yeah. we'll see. We'll yeah, see. yeah. Hopefully, I mean, I'm assuming you're going to be able to play whatever job or role while you're leveling up, and it still goes towards mm -hmm. one relic that you have, in particular, you're trying to level. I hope. Because that would suck yeah. if you are like had to play ninja to level the ninja one. I don't know. I would I would assume so. I would assume you'd be able to apply progress from whatever rel to whatever relic you want, because um, they said you're also gonna be able to do it outside of the instance, which means like getting poetics and farming lights or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's another thing. It's like you could do it outside of it, so you don't really even need to do it. Are we kind of worried that since there isn't like a strict requirement to do your relic in this this type of content, that it might just fade away? I'm, I don't I'm, think that's I'm looking forward to having a lot of fun with it for like the first day or two, figuring everything out, maxing my rank, and then never touching it again. So I mm. think the the alternative route is a good reason, is a good thing, simply because once this content dies, you can still do relics. Yeah, because going back into Eureka to do old relic stuff is really painful, and I've had to like nerf the shit out of it and make you completely overpowered in there, so you can actually like mm -hmm. essentially solo these notorious monsters and things like that. Um, and this avoids that completely. Mm -hmm. 
That, no, that makes sense. I, I, I agree, but I feel like that's something that should be introduced like in the next patch <laughs> or yeah. something. So they like people will focus on doing this content because we we are a dry spell uh, for about two months after this is released. We won't have any new content until December. Uh, so... Remember, oh, uh, Genshin Impact. <laughs> okay. Genshin Impact. Man, this this game is like completely fucking taken over <laughs> everyone who plays Final Fantasy fourteen. Is it really that good of a game? Yes. Until way... you reach like level thirty. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's fun for like fifty hours or so. Okay, that's fair. I mean that's a video game and it's free. Yeah, and it's as long as you're oh, not so gonna free. play the lottery. Uh, I mean, they're still gonna add patches, so like you're gonna get content again. It's just not out yet. Okay. Uh, I mean, 50 hours is really good. Uh, But anyways, oh, not the Genshin Impact Mog talk. We're 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 not we're not diving that far off. You you know. Right. Yeah. So we're talking about the next the next content. Uh, Well, Shadowlands got delayed. So um, sorry, wrong game again. I mean, Maybe we should talk about yeah. PlayStation 4 pre-orders, uh, uh, PS5. <laughs> I mean, we could talk about that, absolutely. I, <laughs> You know, I so twice while trying to get those pre-orders, the first time, uh, my card declined it. So I was, I was through. I was there. Just for some reason, the card was like, nope, decline. It looks suspicious. <gasps> I guess because so many people were doing it and there were so many charges going out at once that they thought there was something fishy. They're like, no, no, PlayStation 5. The second time, uh, I got through, but... I didn't have an account with them at GameStop, I think, and so I had to do one extra step, and then it put me behind, and I, I lost my uh, too. So, anyways, what's the time where I tell you I got two? Hey, I'll I'll send you money. <laughs> <laughs> That's so no. Cool. Um, so yeah, December the fifth or no? No, it'd yes. be December first. Or first, first, or yeah, yeah. Or first or eight. Yeah. So it's yeah. the eighth. I think I think eighth. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is gonna be. Is that a week late? That's or is it on schedule? That's pretty late. Um, I think they'd be a week late from their usual schedule, but they 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 do like one week variations between patches has has happened in the past before. Mm -hmm. So even if it's technically a week late, they've been that late before. Yeah. Um, Uh, So that patch is where things get busier. So something to to keep in mind though is that when they talk about the the five point four patch, they're talking about the entire five point four patch cycle. So not everything's mm-hmm. going to be just dumped on 5.4 and you've got to mm-hmm. choose between these seven things that you want to do on launch right. because what they do now is they just stagger things out to make sure that you have to say something. Which is good. So every month and a half, they give you the 0.1, then the 0.2, then the 0.3. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, I have to say something now for all of this. I can't just smash it out and then not play the game like they tell me to because uh, they're releasing <laughs> content staggered. You just days. don't play the game between the content of each month, right? As long as you're subbed for each one, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, but yeah, with this one, I mean, there's a lot for me in particular because of the world race and everything that's going to be involved with 5.4. Um, but I'd be, as just a regular player, looking at this and saying, hey, this is content coming. All of it's pretty much expected content, right? I mean, there's nothing really abnormal. The Blue Mage stuff is... There was a few people who predicted it, mm. but... It is unexpected for a lot of people that the level 70 sync is coming already. And I find that really exciting because Blue Mage stuff is like right up my alley. I love it. Yeah, you did a lot of Blue Mage. They said going into Shadowbringers that they wanted to update near the end uh, Blue Mage again. 
that they were going to bump it up to 70 before the expansion. Oh, mm. did they? Okay, I must have forgotten yeah. that completely. I think most well, people expected that for... We're going to get 5.5, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Five point, they never gave like an exact number that it was going to come out for. Like People probably assumed it was like five, 4.5 when everything was going to be winding down and there was nothing left to do but go out and finish out your Blue Mage stuff, but... Uh, they switched mm-hmm. it up with where the ultimates were, and I guess this is coming five four then. So probably like mm. four five four one, I would say for Blue Mage, mm. which they they mentioned would be coming out in January. Yeah, they give them some holiday, yeah. which makes sense. Yeah, um, and I think uh, since I'm not very familiar with Blue Mage, what is very interesting about the Blue Mage stuff that they're coming out with, Sphere? So what they added in the level sixty update to Blue Mage was the ability to go well an incentive to go into old content with eight blue mages and do it in a very new way. So they added achievements and mounts and, t- and titles for going through all of the Alexander raids and all of Coil. Hmm. So now that means they're probably going to add that for the Omega raids and potentially ultimates. It's one word. Which means that... Blue cob. Yeah, blue cob and blue woo. <laughs> um, yeah. So this actually creates a really, really, really cool way of tackling old content in a very new way. Um, what you have to do, unfortunately, is find someone who wants to like suffer through playing main tank, but hopefully they <laughs> fix that. Mm. Hopefully they fix that. Um, new skills and stuff will be coming, obviously, as well. But the most exciting part about Blue Mage is, is the raid content, but also just that the gathering of skills is always really cool, just like hanging out with the lads and... <laughs> in the world for where you get these these uh these abilities yeah my blue mage is level 30 on uh i think ragnarok is i think the server i have it on which i don't play at all uh just i was doing pvp over there so uh which no one else plays uh but <laughs> you know i was i was leveling uh blue mage and it's fun it's just like a side thing to do uh but yeah. i never really got really really deep into it uh but i know people like Sphia. And a lot of other people uh, are really into it. And so it's nice to see them upgrading it. Uh, I unironically think that there, you could host a mini world race thing for Blue Mage content. <sighs> and it would be more exciting than the world race because you would see so much more diversity in the way that Blue Mage does stuff. But like, that would also be so cutthroat because you have to go out, level up, get the abilities, go into the yeah. dungeon, figure out how to do the new raids and... And it has be, to be done be... with eight blue mages, right? We're not going to yeah. let yes. them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> it, it, it's it's very cool. I, I maybe like a mild like okay. I'm just watching it. I, I'm seeing if it's ever going to happen, kind of thing. Instead of like super hardcore tracking it, like the world races now. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 Like, just uh, people asked me to do it for Eureka, and I was just like, man, um, you know. Whoever gets the top max level in Eureka first, great. I just don't know if I can keep track of all the people who do it. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. It, that actually might be interesting, but hopefully that will happen in the patch after the initial release with yes. 5.4. Yes. Uh, I really doubt they'll put Blue Mage with anything else. Because mm-hmm. it's by itself, like, there's a bit of content there to do, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll expect the the raid to come out, and then uh, I I don't even know what I'm gonna do with the the world race on that. It's just gonna be uh, me popping open the stream. If I can convince Layla, he has you know what I asked Layla. By the way, I'm gonna put that asshole on spot. I asked him about it uh, a couple weeks ago, and he hasn't responded to me. So maybe he's just BSing that he wants to do it. and He doesn't really want to do it. 
So he's in chat. He's in yeah, chat. Yeah. So uh, there you go. You're in the spotlight, Layla. He's not going to respond. <laughs> no, that he's, he's just going to sit there and be like, "Nope, I'm not, I wasn't there at my computer." Uh, but yeah, we, we I got to get that. It's probably just going to be like a stream up there with a multi Twitch going on at the same time, uh, and just watching it. And whoever wants to come on and commentate, commentate and throw up a uh, throw up a actual ticker for a charity, and that's going to be it. I, I can't imagine going to end up with it. It's not going to be like what we did with Method. Um, yeah. Because I just don't, I can't pull the resources for that. Uh, especially that, that sounds fun enough, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll just be exhausted. Oh, guys, just, Sphia, fucking, you guys beat this in a day and we'll be good. Just one day. <laughs> I think it's going to be a two day. Mm. Almost, almost certainly. Mm, that's not acceptable. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll just try to do better. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I want to sleep. <laughs> Bellana, you come up, just take over, dude. Have your team come in and make first on this one. <laughs> uh, it's, it's SB2, so it's got to be exactly the same as, as Stormblood, so it'll be another two-day tier. Yeah, I'm going to have to figure out what those days are, because I might actually be taking off work for it this time, properly, and uh, so I can handle it uh, a couple of days, and it'll make sense. I think that did you did we get we just got like a couple of pictures did we get anything on that raid at all any information i think it was one picture maybe there was there was one picture of um gaia and um ryan standing near a table so there was one important like detail about it though is that you need the 5.3 msq completed which means that we can talk about spoilers and stuff now it's been long enough uh yeah sorry guys spoilers (laughs) all, all the homies are gone uh, Thankred, all those dudes, they're 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 out of here. So it's gonna be Reen and Gaia on their own, and I think we already know, like it's pretty much confirmed for anyone who's paying attention to the story that Gaia is just gonna get possessed by Ultimacia and be the final boss. Like that that much is almost a certainty. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will probably be killing her in the final fight. Yeah, lovely. And I'm sure oh, we'll we'll actually thing. kill her too. Like it's gonna be a death, right? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and it's going to be our fault, us as players. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know about that. I don't know if they they swing that hard. Like, after no. the, after they pull back a Nanamo, I don't think they have the the hotspot to, to pull something like that. Mm, yeah, that's true. Uh, I can't I can't see because too many people uh, like Gaia right now that they're just not going to. They don't have too many people left over there. Uh, they might as well just keep their popular characters that will stay there alive. Um. But yeah, I, I I guess we'll see that in the next live letter, which is going to be probably in a month and a half, I guess, when they do the next five point four live letter. I don't think they gave a date for the the next one yet. I don't I don't remember seeing that in the. Is it? I mean, it's if they like if they weeks. gave a date for it, people yeah. would be like assuming when the patch is. So I guess they're still mm-hmm. keeping it vague instead in case like something still comes up. Yeah, it makes sense. They can like yeah, move yeah. the patch by a week. Yeah. 11 days before patch says mr monado so end of november end of november uh so if it's at the end of november then i could finally actually take off day so man that has to suck for everybody that wants to do all that content and take off work right because you have to like be uh well guys i'm going to be away <laughs> so at some point i'm just letting you know and uh I'm gonna you can narrow it down to it's going to be this date or this date and then try and be you know manage it that way but it's very unfriendly for people who work with like strict routines and things like that 
Yeah. I mean, that's like some people who have to put in the holidays at the start of the year. They just get completely fucked. Mm. I don't know if that exists in NA, but in Germany, some companies do that. They're like, please give in your holiday until like the end of March or something for the full year. Oh. And you're like, wait. <laughs> I think wow. it's flexible depending on the job. Uh, there's no real restrictions on that. Um, you can kind of surprise them if it's, you know, okay. If you like, were like, oh yeah, I'm taking it off next week just randomly and you're in the middle of a big project, I'm sure they wouldn't be happy about it. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think that, so we only know a little bit. We know it exists and we know that it's going to happen. Uh, there's not too much to really say more on that. I mean, the extreme's going to happen. Uh, what do we, we, we talk about? Huh? I mean, uh, Emerald Weapon. I mean, yeah. these, are, these are cool fights thematically. They're not too engaging mechanically. Yeah. <laughs> they also spent a lot of resources on a solo instance, which, I mean, it's, again, one of those one-and-done things. I yeah. hope that they let us go back in there because it's a shame that they don't currently. Hmm. Um, but what I will say is that this uh, this weapon series is going to make a very cool ultimate eventually. You're right. I mean, You're right. In the next couple of expansions. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we might get one ultimate per expansion, so I I, I don't know. Uh, we'll see how that works. Don't make out. me sad, Frosty. One <laughs> per expansion. Yeah. I, oh God. Who knows? Uh, hopefully, they do it at five point five. That's when they said they would do it, but lots of things have been said. I I I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they cancel it and go like, oh yeah, we have so much stuff to, still to do for the expansion. Mm -hmm. and like ultimate is like a very niche content so it's just for very few people it's, it's so that would be they I, were developing it months ago like months and months and months they said that they wanted yeah. to smash it out before because they had something else big in the works and that we still don't know what mm. that is so mm. uh, we're, well, I just we're waiting for that. Comes. <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm pretty i think a second ultimate is a lock at this point mm -hmm. for it to not show up would be really bad i um as well as the fact that they've already put so much work into it because it was it was something that was mm -hmm. heavily under like construction a very long time ago so is, is the the big thing they had in the works uh the delubum regine i don't the, think it is i the don't BA2. think too yeah mm. because i mean that's that's something that's expected in the patch cycle right it's not as if that's something new mm. and innovative that they're trying to trying to push out now this is literally just kind of repeat content this is cycling through the well the we thought formula. ultimate was repeat yeah, content too uh it is now it's part of the, the formula mm -hmm. like treadmill now i suppose um, well if it was something big and really really different then maybe that would i don't know did they use the word different no the only difference they've had to the Del I'm not even going to try. Well, I mean, with the big um, content the that they were hinting at, the big content. Oh, right, right, right. We don't know what that is yet. But okay. we're going to go into the, the BA2, I think. Yeah, let's, what, let's talk what, about, let's talk about BA2. Because that's where everybody's really excited, right? Mm. Oh. I, I have... like they, they have a normal and a savage mode, which to me is the most interesting part about it. It's the worst like... part. <laughs> Why is it the worst? All right. Part of the really, really cool thing about BA was that not only was it like cutting edge, like progression content, essentially, because of the, the stakes, but it was also exploration content at the same time. Mm -hmm. You don't get that anymore when you've got a normal mode because you can just walk through there and, and you just do your exploration. There's no, it, it takes away from the, the atmosphere and the sense of like 
I guess, achievement of doing it mm. because you're going through a normal mode. Imagine if you could, what's one of the coolest encounters in the game, like, thematically? Imagine you can go through T, normal mode. You mm. get all the cutscenes, you get all the, the hype, the everything, but everything is just ridiculously easy. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean they might, they might ex the add extra stuff cool. for Savage. They do that for the last so, Savage fight. One of the problems with the Savage is that it's not technically a savage they didn't say that it's it's like i mean it's quote it's defined right. as a savage but it's right. going to be exactly the same as old ba right like that sort of difficulty they said they liked where that was hmm. um the problem with them adding more stuff in is that now it's in its own instance and it's not tied to the zone of Bosia, which was actually mm. a really really large part of solving what BA was that there was a lot of interactivity between inside and outside and cooperation of people in the zone and out of the zone all at once and you, now you don't have that interactivity there so it means that everything that's going to be a, like something to solve is going to be isolated within this one instance well the, the thing is it might not it could still be incorporated because all they've said is that it's something that you'll be queuing directly into but when you look at um, the Bajra Southern Front, we have a mechanic for queuing into something while you're already in the dungeons, what they're doing with the critical engagements. So it could work like that. It's possible. Okay. I mean, okay. they could have two areas that exist under the map. One is a savage area and one's a normal area, right? I guess. And then yeah. they could send you to the more difficult side of it for some reason. I mean, they're the exact same map, just one's more difficult. Um I, I don't know, like, are you getting any special rewards for doing the Savage one, or is it just like, hey, it's a little bit more difficult? I sure hope so. I, I can't imagine they wouldn't. Yeah. Yep. Um, they, yeah. They were, they're still a little sparse on details, like, on, like what exactly this thing's going to be, other than revealing that there's going to be two different difficulties, and that there's more play, more players in the more difficult version of it, which is a little surprising. That was I, don't think they've, I don't think they've even really confirmed that... Um, that there's the no resing res uh, restriction like they had in Baldessi and Arsenal. Um, so I think the tuning of all of this is going to be under development until almost release. Like they've got a lot of points at which they can change to uh, to finagle the difficulty there. So hmm. res limitations are just one small like dial they can turn to uh, to make it difficult or easy. So, and 48 I mean, is I mean, a lot of people, too. Uh, are, is it 48 people that in that zone of 72 wants to go in and do Savage? Or No, you can queue even, outside of it, I guess, right? Yeah, I don't think you queue in from within the zone, do you? It's We don't know. Yeah, they weren't specific like, about it. No, okay. they, just said, they just said you queue directly into it. So, whatever that means. Yeah. Instead of having to jump through a bunch of hoops like you had to for BA. Ovni and stuff. So yeah. this could be meant for pre-made 48-man groups. That is what they said specifically, is that it'll be easier if you have everybody planning everything going in together. And you'll be able to do that somehow. Hmm. Because there's, the thing there's is, no how are they going to do that in-game? How are they going to do that in-game? Because with BA, groups organized over Discord, right? Yeah. Like, you would have, like... I don't know all the threats and whatever on Discord, but as you said, in the life letter they said you're gonna like have time to discuss stuff beforehand. But how are they gonna organize a chat or whatever with 48 people? Like, are they so, gonna do it like a link shell or like a, a guild or whatever? I mean, the alliance raid stuff. I mean, they kind of <sighs> yeah, but a yeah, half I, of it. 
it could be two alliances. Yeah. So one of the cool things, alliances. one of the cool things about all this is that after BA happened, a community manager at the time reached out to a bunch of us who did it and wanted feedback on. And it looks like a whole bunch of that stuff that was actually given to the developers by us has actually been put in place. And like the complaints were things like that, that everyone complains about now, which mm -hmm. is the the way that you get in, uh, the fact that it can be essentially griefed by people. Um, all those sorts of things. So I don't think the person who did this is with Square anymore, but big thumbs up that they actually listened. Yeah. They, I mean, they do. Typically, sometimes they listen to the wrong stuff, uh, but they do listen. Uh, yeah. For example, uh, I don't... This, is, this has been a big topic about the Unreal Shiva difficulty. Oh. And that whole discussion <laughs> that was said there uh, where I think Yoshida said that people claimed it was difficult too difficult is that what was said who who said that there it was there was a little line a throwaway line that um i think it was yoshida said that um is when they're talking about okay yeah so there's gonna be a new unreal fight coming for 5.4 and oh we don't know what it is we're not gonna say ha 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 but uh, shiva was a little hard is what they said so uh -huh. shiva was too hard the thing Fun is like quote. I didn't play back then, right? I mean, I, I played on and off, but I never did um, Shiva apart from the story fight. Okay, okay. I didn't find it hard. Granted, I do savage and stuff, but essentially the fight is moving in and out. So I'm not sure what is hard about it. Like, there, there are savage, or like the normal versions of some savage fights, I would argue, are harder than Shiva Unreal. So I don't know. I I had a good laugh at that one, but yeah. I, so what? Who who's telling them? I'm I'm curious. What who are they listening to that's saying that? I'd never heard anything about it being too hard, not once. And all I can assume is that maybe there's some. It was said on a Japanese forum or something that we don't have access to, and they read it and they were like, "Hey, maybe it is too difficult." But I mean, who are they catering to when they make these unreal difficulties? It's called unreal, so I'm assuming they're catering towards people who want difficult content, right? I don't think so at all. I think really? because it's it's lumped in with Wondrous Tales and it's th that subsection of the game. This is a for everyone thing. Uh, trials okay. are meant to be for everyone, especially something like Shiva, which is probably one of the easiest trials slash primals that was added in the first like five years of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, at, at release, it was a pretty sure like universally considered the easiest trial that they added in the game, outside of like Hydra. Um, but like, but main actual, like, you know, big patch, uh, trial encounter, it was laughably easy comparatively. Mm -hmm. Um, which is why I went on a big spiel on Twitter about <laughs> why that's really bad. That it's really bad that he's saying now, six years later, that it's, that it's too hard. Yeah. Cause it, I think this is something that I've grown used to final fantasy its fights can be difficult until you beat them. And then they're just cake afterwards. If you have a group that can beat it, it's except for E8S, which literally, if you just, you have to just have good people, like a static that does it constantly. If you don't have a static, then it's going to be pain in the ass to get people together to clear it. But uh, other than that, it's most of these fights you could just keep doing over and over again, and it's nothing. Um, I don't I feel I don't like. Know. I don't know, like, um, Chad right now is saying it's the DPS check. And I feel like a part of that might be you get synced down so low. Um, you have people who just barely got to 80, 
who don't know the game much, they might be first timers or whatever. They queue in because they say, oh, there's a mini game, whatever. I can get a mount. Yay, let's go. Mm. They don't know shit about a rotation or whatever. So if you have eight competent people and someone dies, you still make the DPS check. You know what buffs are. You know how to align stuff. You know your rotation. If just someone who's clearly new, they don't know jack shit. Like, they don't know that they shouldn't stack. They don't know that you shouldn't move when there's ice under your feet. Like, they're just yeah. going to be a mess and you basically have to carry them. And then it gets hard yeah. because, because it's, it's seven. Yeah, it doesn't share what uh, has been added to the game after that point, which is like the mm. standardization of raid markers, essentially stack markers, mm. uh, what is a bad to not stand in. And it's just full of like unique animations. That also probably doesn't mm. help. What you're talking mm. about with the level sync as well is also a problem in that the level sync in this game is kind of fucky in that when you sync down, you lose your melts. So you're automatically losing a whole bunch of stats. Uh, I'm not sure if they accounted for that, but if people are saying that the DPS check is hard, maybe that's why. But mm. I, I literally pull, I, I went into FF logs, I looked at the execution rankings, and I went all the way to the end. And there were like 15, 16 death kills, right? It's not a difficult check if you can get through with that. Mm. It doesn't matter how good players are, like 16 deaths, killing a fight, that's just like, that's obscene. You're automatically doing about 30% less damage total than you should be otherwise, probably even less. Mm. Uh, it's not a hard check. Okay. So I, I have to assume like where they're getting this, oh, it's too hard coming from, is they're looking at the the clear rates, the, the percentage of people that are like going in there and actually finishing it, because they probably have access to that data to, mm -hmm. to know like how much this is actually getting done. And... Yeah, the number is probably just lower than they want to for this type of content. Well, I guess another, if they're looking at that, you have to look at, all right, how much have they actually tried to do it and how much time was actually invested into it? And if they're looking at it and they're like, oh, well, they, they went in there like one night, a rain night for three hours and just never went back because they just weren't interested in clearing it, that doesn't really equate to it being difficult. Uh, I, I don't know. I because we keep seeing this like they make these really awesome things and then they just kind of like say all right let's start making it accessible to everybody the only thing they haven't done that with so far is ultimate outside of making it not 19 minutes which i think everybody kind of agrees with um you know make it longer harder <laughs> yeah <laughs> would you do you a... think i'm joking yeah yeah give me a 30 minute ultimate i'll do it really really yeah. Oh, that would that would kill me. That would kill every every like as soon as you get to that twenty nine minute and you're like you cough and then you step the wrong way and you wipe. It's that simple. Oh my god. Uh, all right, all right. Okay, so besides besides that, the they're, they're adding something else. What was it that they were adding? They're adding some crafting stuff in there. I mean, do you, you guys craft at all? Is, is it even nope. worth to like do the conversation hey. about crafting? I say relevant with crafters, but I'm not a big fan of crafting in Shadowbringers. Yeah, I did, I, I did I a lot of I did a lot of crafting in Realm Reborn and Heavensward, and then in like Stormblood and Shadowbringers, they've just they've really gutted it, and everything just be done with a macro now. So there's no real like rotation or or dealing with RNG. You just, you just press a button and it makes the thing most of the time. Mm. So, oh, okay. The the cool things about the the crafting changes are. Okay. There's a lot of quality of life being added for collectible gathering because the way that it works right now is just like it feels really tacked on but adding the the new collectible system uh not only means that it's going to get much easier to get lots of mats i think mm -hmm. 
Uh, it also makes it way more intuitive to actually use. I think it's a good change. Yeah, the, um, the old UI for for collectible gathering was just looked really bad. It was like yeah. some engineer threw that together, and the UI team was like, "All right, whatever, put it in there." But they actually they put a little thought and effort into the new one. Mm. Yeah, it, it essentially functions the same as the the way that crafting windows do now, where it's like, "Here's how much you gain from this ability right now, this ability right now." Mm. Uh, so it makes it a lot more user friendly, easy to get into, but doesn't actually change how it functions. It's just it's just good. Okay. Um, a good change. The, uh, the, the big problem with the crafting gathering system, however, <laughs> okay. is that fishing is dead. There are people who have put literally hundreds of hours, I, I would say close to thousands of hours into fishing, and everything that they've done is about to be invalidated. So tell me, explain that a little bit more to me, because I, I've kind of skipped over that a little bit. All right. So there... So, yeah, you, you take it away. Okay, they're, they're making a, a change to the ability called Fish Eyes that they described it as it's going to remove the time requirements on catching as rare fish. So instead of having to, you know, scroll your life away and set a calendar to, for the, the one little window that might happen, you know, every month or so to try to mm -hmm. catch a rare fish, you just go over and you press Fish Eyes and you might be able to pull it up. Okay. So, yeah, the difficulty in, in fishing is really low catch rates of, of like getting the, the, the fish that you want and ridiculous spawn conditions. So you need like a very certain time of day at a certain weather pattern. And you, you might need weather pattern into weather pattern. And now if they get rid of the time requirements, like shit is just, you don't need to think about this anymore. You go there, you press your button, you catch your super rare, expensive, shiny fish. And then congratulations. You got the title that these dudes worked literally thousands of hours for. Um, mm. yes it makes it more accessible absolutely now because i mean the way that they've been developing this game for the last wee while is that they want it to be something that you can come and play your hour a day and have fun mm -hmm. uh, but you couldn't really do that with fishing so i can see why they're going this direction but it is hugely disingenuous to the people who've put in time before yeah, it's at the expense of just like steamrolling most of the complexity of of the fishing at all i think fishing is no longer really end game I mean, I guess it depends on that. Well, we might be a little bit alarmist because it just all they said is that it's going to remove the time requirement. Maybe you still have like the weather requirement or something like that. Maybe there's still some nuance to it. But from the first glance at the change they're making, it's just bulldozing like any sort of meta to fishing, any sort of really interesting part of the content. Yeah. When I, mean, I... I, I... Hmm? go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, I know a couple of people who are achievement hunters, and if, if, this, she, uh... if this change goes through, yeah, yeah, if this change goes through, I'm going to fish eye, just cheese every single fish, and I'm going to go to them and say, hey, I did this in success. How do you feel about this? <laughs> you he know, he probably, probably wouldn't even he would care. Cry. He probably... No, he would cry. I don't know. I feel like Fishing he... is suffering. <laughs> it is absolutely... Is, I got the, the, what is it, of Dragon's Deep title back when mm. it was relevant, and it is suffering. There, there is very little worse in this game than like the pain you feel. Is that a good thing fishing. though? I mean, I mean yeah, I understand. Well, they they already nerfed Dragons Deep. They made it easier in Heavensward when you could um, mooch off an on HQ. So they've True. they've been slowly and surely adding these things in to make you know fishing easier and easier. Now this is just like the the nail in the coffin at the end. I think. <laughs> All right, Jess. What were you gonna say? Do you remember? Yeah. I uh, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I I just feel like if you remove the 
time thingy that's big already like some people in chat were saying yeah but like um the weather is the more hard one to get mm -hmm. but for people who work for example and have other stuff to do after work in real life having the time removed is like a huge change already because you can just like be like okay I'm, I'm just gonna go to the pc have it like idle and just check for the weather if it's there okay if not okay i'm gonna go afk again um i'm one of those people who had like a website open and checked for the time and the weather with an alarm and yeah well it is pain but it's good pain when you get the achievement <laughs> I mean, uh, what was it? There's a fishing thing that you could get out of WoW where you fish so many times in Wrath of the Lich King you get a turtle mount eventually or something like that, right? I did that. Uh, and I, I was pretty happy about that achievement. And that, did they make it easier later on to get that? I can't remember. Uh, I think they just added like another one that you get a different way. Mm -hmm. uh, so I feel like I'm one of the type of players who I don't have time to do a lot of stuff, and I will say, yeah, I, I don't have time, uh, but I still want it to be fucking a struggle. I want it to look at it and be like, holy shit, someone got that, that's pretty cool. Uh, I, I don't want it to be like, okay, well, now this game caters to making it easy for me to get it just because I, uh, I don't have it. I don't know, it doesn't make any sense. At this point, it really feels like there's very few titles in the game that you look at someone and you say they put in a lot of work for that. Mm. Like it's it's like ultimates, it's like the necromancer. Mm -hmm. And some fishing stuff. Is and... there the one for the tiger mount? Yeah, yeah, the, the hunt the ones. That's a lot yeah, of I think that's yeah, also, yeah. yeah. There's some PVP mounts or PVP <laughs> titles that are pretty rare. There's one that mm. only tr uh only like four people have uh at the but events. Can you still get it? Is it oh. the 5,000 kill one? No, it's it's 2018 FRC finalists. Oh. <laughs> There's just no way to get it anymore. Unless if you go back in time and you become really good at PvP. <laughs> uh, so PvP has some pretty... But no one knows what it is. So when they see it, they're like, okay. Exactly. <laughs> I feel so bad. Uh, Speaking of PvP, I was surprised there wasn't any announcements for a new frontline or uh, anything. I'm, I had no, no new rival wings either. Yeah. Man. PvP is we were, that, that was, it's like it's it's about due for one, aren't we? We were due for PvP shit a long, <laughs> long time ago. Um this whole expansion has kind of just ignored it uh for the most part. We got one frontline uh type content, which I personally people love. Uh I, I guess people uh, who look at PVP in that way of like, I like big battleground stuff uh, where m not everything I do matters because a whole bunch of other people are there and it'll just work out one way or the other. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of that, but for PVP, that was such a huge thing in the last expansion. This whole, this whole expansion is um, a bit pretty lackluster. I mean, it, it feels like they just swapped PVP and crafting. Yeah. <laughs> they did. This whole expansion. It's like, Crafter yeah. bringers, kind of. Yeah. Um, which we didn't get that much of, if at all, last expansion. Mm -hmm. um, so it just feels like they swapped. They, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they see, okay, we add stuff to PvP. It's still not going well. Why should we add more? Who knows? Maybe yeah. they're just going to focus on something else now. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
Yoshida did say some stuff that big PvP stuff is coming in some way, but it's just one of those things where when I see it and I actually start seeing like solid information for it, it's great. Like Blitzball, yeah, I was excited for it. It's gone. Uh, <laughs> that's that's not happening in this game. Um, so there, there's there's different things. Like I'm I'm waiting for them to be like, all right, let's start putting a core focus on PvP. The way the development team at least. I believe works is that they say, Hey, we have people who make content, whether it's PVP rating, whatever, we're just going to take developers and move them from different teams around and to do different things. Like the person who made uh Chuckabo racing is a Raider raid content, dude. No one makes Chuckabo racing anymore. So there's no one who's, who does anything with it. But uh, with uh, PVP, they'll ha hit some point. They're like, Hey, let's pull some people over and start working on it again. I, I just don't know when that's, that's going to be because they don't have a dedicated pvp team i don't believe a development team um, <laughs> yeah i would be highly surprised if yeah. they do based on the content we get yeah it'd be they, it's probably got a pretty easy job you know yeah if they did they're like they come in and drink coffee and just hey what's up man and then they're like looking at reddit all day and that's that would be their job i i'm sure there's no one dedicated to it um it's, the, it's like the lords of a minion guy the guy who every time a minion's added to the game he's got to add lords of a minion stats to it that's all he does at Square Enix. <laughs> I'm sure he does a lot more, but I'm sure someone's stuck with that no. job. Someone's stuck. It. Uh, and triple triad too. He probably does triple triad. He probably puts the cards up and gets the oh. artwork for it. <laughs> that's another good point. There's triple triad updates coming. Are there? Yeah. Did I miss yes. that? Yeah. Yes. They're changing uh, how the, the tournaments work again. Yeah, the so they're changing how the tournaments work, but they're also said that they're going to change the rules to make it more user well, like beginner friendly. Is it and not that's... already beginner friendly? I mean, can you add two numbers together? And then you if have a not, rule that's like, hey, it's the reverse. Now it's negative. Then another one's like, oh, if they're the same number, it's. I, 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 I don't know, man. All these numbers are pretty complicated, man. They need to get rid of plus, they need to get rid of <laughs> same, because I can't tell when the numbers are the same, man. Oh, yeah, my that's... goodness. Oh, please don't make it easier. Because yeah. then it doesn't uh, exist. There's also UI changes, question mark, I think they okay. mentioned. But I, I could be right. Yeah. But regardless, as a person who in my spare time collects all the triple triad cards, uh, I don't know why in the hell they would want to change like the rule set to make it easier. Unless they're doing things like allowing you to use four stars now, because currently they have literally zero purpose outside of Four stars are absolutely worthless, you're right. Uh... Yeah. Um, they say something about having you for like tournaments giving you random cards so you don't have your own deck wasn't there something about that or do i remember one that, thing. that would be actually pretty yeah, cool I think, I think they added they said that they want to do that i don't it might be like a different type of tournament they said something about tournaments popping up like not being there constantly like not always at the same time so I don't know if they're going to do like some in-game announcement or something. And they also mentioned that you're going to have like a random card deck. Mm. So. Okay. So that that's actually like one of, when I played Magic so <laughs> back in the day when we would get packs and we would just take, we were like, okay, let's buy a whole bunch of packs and then take one card and pass it around and people like uh, mm. would compete like that. That was actually some of the fun stuff where you didn't really get to choose. You just kind of uh, made the best situation with what you had. Um so that would be cool. Yeah, draft. Draft is. Uh, it's been so long. I have my magic cards sitting mm -hmm. in a closet somewhere. I haven't touched them in a decade. Um, but yeah, I would like to see that golden saucer content being updated. 
for cold saucy so just seeing something in there uh still no chuck what's the most recent thing we got there was like the new leap of faith and the the, the yojimbo thing mm-hmm Leap of Faith gets a lot of uh, positive remarks. I haven't done a lot of the new stuff, but I mean, it, of course, it is a jumping puzzle. So people love jumping puzzles. It works. You can't forget about Dome and Mahjong. They're adding <laughs> Tan Putson and other UI changes. I, I don't even know what Tan Putson is. but My brain just turned off as soon as Mahjong came on. I, I've never touched it. I have no interest in it. So you, you're on your own here. That was... Well, I was <laughs> I was thinking about going and checking it out one time, and somebody says, oh yeah, match can go for like 45 minutes, and then I never queued up for one. I did it. I did it for a while, uh, but I mean, it's it's like playing cards, uh, so it's it's fun, uh, but that's that's all it is. It's a time sink. You, you just I want to kill time. To me, that's what it was. I never felt like I would ever be really good competitively or get a high ranking or anything. Um, do they even post the... Because I think you have a rating system with it. Do they even post that anywhere? Oh, there's there's chivos you can get. I don't know if there's like a leaderboard, but there's chivos you can get for getting certain ratings in mahjong. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know. It, it would be cool to see if they actually made triple triad competitive. I still don't know why they don't just go ahead and scrap Lords of Verminion and make it a tactic style thing with minions. I don't understand why they can't just do that. Everybody would play or, it. It would work well yeah. with the game. It would work incredibly. Or like, uh, okay. How's this for Lords of a Minion? It's essentially Pokemon, mm-hmm. but you level it up by having it out as a minion while you're doing overworld shit. Yeah. Didn't they do something similar in WoW with like the minion yeah. battles? Yeah, those are good. Oh, battle pet stuff. Yeah, I don't know how that works. People love battle pets in WoW. People... They, they, just, they really did not want to be battle pets from WoW. They didn't want another WoW comparison thrown at them, so like, let's do something <laughs> really different. Yeah. Um... But tactics, tactics, is, yeah. Yeah, tactics, tactics would be amazing. It's a huge a staple of Final Fantasy, and there's so many people who love it. Why not bring that gameplay into the game somewhere competitively? And that could, you know, maybe PvP doesn't exist anymore. You just have tactics. That's they funnel all the competitive energy <laughs> into a tactic style chessboard, Lords of Ruminian type of game. It would work well with the net code. So, uh, all about. It. Yeah. Anyways, uh. Off the theory crafting of enjoyment, uh, we can start talking about... Was there anything else actually in the notes that stood out? I mean, uh, to yes. me, um, one of the biggest things, honestly, was that when you melt, you can just like, instead of doing melt after melt, you just click OK as far as I understood it, and it's just going to auto-melt until all your material is gone. <laughs> um <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that was awesome. So I think that's gonna save you a shit ton of time. Because I think we all know before or like on the day of the raid, we just sit there and limsa or wherever and you just click next, next, mm-hmm. next. Um yeah. and it takes a lot of time. So now you just click, you go make a coffee, you come back. You're going to have two melts and no material left, so you just have to buy again. Uh, but you don't have to manually do it anymore. And mm-hmm. that's great, because not every one of us has crafters doing their work for them. I um, sure don't. So I think that's pretty big. What it means for World Prog as well is that gear comes out probably like 45 minutes faster, which is a big deal if you can get it in the second fight versus the third. Hmm, hmm. No, yeah, that, well, I, I was thinking about it too easy. 
but yeah that would time out pretty well uh yeah again you don't really need the gear i would assume or the the melding done uh by that point would you because the well it's not necessary but what it does is it allows things like more sketchy pulls to 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 kill the fight essentially Mm. okay yeah yeah also um chat just said it's instant apparently oh yeah so it doesn't take time anymore it's just instant yeah, it'll, it'll delete an entire stack of material out of your bag as you're trying to get that fifth meld in. And it'll just stop whenever it succeeds? <laughs> yeah. uh, it'll stop whenever it succeeds, yeah. Or it'll keep going with however many ET have left, however, <laughs> however many you have and left in your bag. It'll just keep ripping through them. Yeah, it, it, you, once you press the go button, that's it. You are locked into getting that meld or using everything. Mm. Or die trying. That's pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> die trying. Okay, so that's, you know, it's funny. You these uh, these little quality of life things are always like some of the most exciting parts of patches. It's just <laughs> everybody gets so hyped. Oh, new rays coming! Oh, melding's changing. Fuck everything. <laughs> this is this is my focus. because uh, we're just so used to everything. As soon as we f- figure out, oh well, they actually fixed it to a way that I I don't hate it. Uh, your world explodes. I guess we could talk about housing a little bit. And how they're adding more housing oh. and the way that Don't they're add, adding more housing is uh, is the interesting part. <laughs> okay, because you know all the the most recent housing updates have been uh, it's only for people who don't own one. So it's, it's, sorry, it's for relocations only or FCs. Mm. This one is a free for all, and it's not having that like randomized time limit on it. It's literally as soon as the servers go up, you can buy a house. You don't need to go there and then sit there and spam the the placard for however long you need to, mm-hmm. or have everyone bought it like apparently happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a, a literal race. You are going to zone in. You're going to teleport to your ward, and you're going to like double shakuchi change to dancer. You're going to triple on avant. You're going to have your route planned, mm-hmm. and that's how you get your house now. And then you're going to get beaten <laughs> by a teleport hacker. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just it's having some cat I'm issues. I'm so sorry, oh, my it's, it's head great. was chewing on the LED strips. I, I'm just imagining, like behind you, the cat's just gonna go over there and just start knocking shit over and just running back and forth. Uh, <sighs> but yeah, no, with the the housing part of it, I don't know if this is still a, a good way to do it. This is this is it's not. It's not. There's I, I don't been think so it'll... many complaints, and so. We've been kind of heavy-handed on the criticism. Of course, we have lots of great things to say about Square Enix and everything, but this is one of the things that definitely should be fixed, and it should have. This shouldn't be an issue anymore. How long have we been had houses since Heaven's Word, right? Like Realm Reborn. Realm Reborn. Reborn. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. out like in beta. Oh yeah, Six in beta. Years. Okay, so we've had houses, and they've added new wards and stuff for a while like they they've gone through these phases where they add this stuff in and they see what happens every single time yeah why are we still at a point to where we don't have a a decent system for people getting houses i mean is there just not a good idea i mean i haven't i didn't put too much time in thinking about a solution so maybe i'm just being overly critical on something that doesn't really have an easy solution but couldn't they do something there is no easy solution for this no i think there is i think the lottery system solves Everything. People would Red. be so salty with the lottery well, system. Like, I, I, it would add like everyone has the same chance to get yes. born, but people who don't get in 
are going to be so salty and be like, oh, but I took time off of work, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I think no matter what attempt you do, someone is going to be mad. I mean, the, the taking time off work thing is, is solved by a lottery, where it's like at the end of a 24-hour period. Uh, it's, it's fair to most people, so essentially everyone. Um, I, I just I can't fathom why in the year 2020 it's mm -hmm. it's still like this that there are there's going to be complaints just just be ready for complaints yeah okay. mm. so i so my thought process one of the things that they could have easily done and there's no reason why they couldn't do it is just make it to where everyone has one house per account why why do we why can we get so many houses per but frosty what would i do with the three houses i have on my account <laughs> you lose them you pick one you pick one, yeah. man, and then you just lose the other ones. That's just fucking life. <laughs> I, mean, I already did lose. I, I did lose one of them. I uh, logged into a character for long enough that it just deleted. But it was, it was a small in the goblet. Nobody wanted that. And then people come up and they're like, well, I already have 50 houses. What happens to my 50 houses? Well, fucking shit. I guess you're shitty, so shitty things happen later on, right? It's just <laughs> part of life. Uh, they'll get demolished and then it goes up to everyone else. There's no reason why anyone should have more than one house per account. I, I just don't, I don't... I, like you can own an FC house and a personal. Yeah, yeah. So that, if that would be, be it. if you own an FC that has a certain amount of members, then you can own an FC house. Not just like have a FC that has like ten people that no one ever logs in. It's just to own a house. There has to be some kind of restriction to it. But I mean, just. But Frosty, I have one of those. Fuck, you're <laughs> fucked. I don't know how to tell yeah. you. You lose that. You you're lose part of the problem, Alana. Yeah. How does it make you feel? It makes me feel like a, a wealthy landowner. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Do you charge rent to people? You're like, you can come. You could sh I'll share the yeah. house with you. There's a rent to it. Yeah, I'm subletting a few of them. Uh, so the, the only way that you'd be able to fix that and get around that system is buy more accounts, which is more money for Square Enix. So why would they give a shit? So... Like, if it was just one per account, everyone's happy. Uh, I don't see anyone... Well, except for the people who take advantage of the system right now. I mean, that's it. <laughs> and is anyone going to quit the game over that? I, I don't think so. Is anyone going to be sad that someone quit the game over that? I don't, I don't think so. I think with the change of, you know, getting rid of multiple houses owned by people, you will have a very, very few people that probably quit the game. And... I don't really think those are people that many people would care leave. And so many more people would keep playing because they're like, oh, I got a fucking house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I guess we just need to go ahead and do that. We're just There's a solution. There you go, Square Enix. There's one solution. Piss off a whole bunch of people that suck and make a whole bunch of people who don't suck happy. Uh, another solution, I guess, could be that they go back to instanced housing where you don't actually have neighborhoods or anything. It's just like your own house you go in there and you can't don't like really apartments know. yeah i mean the the instance thing actually probably makes more sense because right now you go into the wards and they are just like empty because there's so many wards after wards after wards after wards that the people who are actually still playing are like so diluted through all those different wards that you just you don't see people That's like maybe maybe it'll happen cool. across somebody and over there but if typically when you're going through into a housing ward you're looking for a specific house you're trying to go to a specific place mm-hmm and you could solve that with an instance. But, you know, maybe uh, honestly, those... Go ahead. Yeah. Like, I do feel the empty ward thing on my, like, my private house, but 
on our FC house, there's another FC like fairly close next to it. So like the market board, there's barely ever a time when there's not someone else there as well. Mm-hmm. And the other FC is a lot more social than our FC. So they like talk and stuff and emote and whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if yeah, it would be missing if you had like instant housing. I don't know. I mean, that's why it exists right now. I'm assuming that's why they haven't just switched over is because they're like, oh, it's like a neighborhood, but it's not really mm-hmm. it right now. But then again, if you kicked all those fuckers out of the neighborhood that have like 50 houses <laughs> and never go there, it would be more lively. There it's would true. be more people walking around and be like, oh, yeah, this is my only house. This is where I go because it's the only fucking one I got. And they'll be more attached to it. So I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just too too ambitious is there any other solution besides that? Can you guys think of anything? Just delete housing in general. <laughs> just get rid of housing. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. So there's the housing part. Was there? All right. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. My notes. I did have notes, by the way, that I didn't share with you guys. But it was like five <laughs> things. And so I figured it was pointless to share it with you. Um, was there anything else in there that was like, wow, this is actually interesting or worth discussing? Or was that pretty much it? uh mm. ps5 stuff is a, there's a little bit about that that the ps4 game is going to be working on ps5 but what it means is that ps5 players are going to have like crazy load times because they've got the proprietary ssds mm-hmm. so going forward the problems you know how we used to have oh the ps3 limitations now it's going to be pc limitations <laughs> that's going to be the big complaint <laughs> and eventually they're going to stop pc support so they can put it exclusively on the ps5 with their superior load times and they don't have to worry about dirty act and all these sorts of things and modders on their ps5 superior version so mm-hmm. we're getting phased out boys i'm sorry to say it uh you're right you're Forever. right eventually we'll be back people will need to start upgrading to the 30 uh, 80s and everything and uh, we'll start having other pieces of hardware that kind of upgrade as well, and SSDs are going to be bigger and better. Um, one day. What What I'm hopeful for is um, they didn't specifically announce that there's going to be a PS5 ex- exclusive version, but they just said they couldn't talk about it yet. Maybe with the PS5 version coming out, they do a graphical update that the PC can also get, like a uh, high-resolution texture pack. But it still has to be with PS4 until they get rid of PS4. Right. Yeah. So they can't. But they started on PS. They started on PS4, right? So. And they've upgraded since then. Currently, we're still. Have they? They have. They they've upgraded some features in the game, I think, because they got rid of PS3. Uh, Yeah. They they switched from having DirectX 9 to only having DirectX 11. We got Um, the TP bar. (laughs) The TP bar. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We got some tessellation effects, I guess, but. A large part of it was UI stuff with the number of things that they could be displaying on the screen at any given time because there were huge limitations with the PS3. PS3 had tons of limitations. Uh, that's why yeah. you don't see PS3 being go- going into the PS5 right now is because it just the games don't transfer well. Um, it's actually quite remarkable what they did with this game considering that it had to be built around PS3, but that's another conversation entirely. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Maybe we'll see these awesome upgrades. I mean, they also there's a couple of different things they said, general information that I figure is worth discussing. One is uh, they will have lots of announcements in February. I think they said that, right? There's They're going to have like a sh- special stream or something. 
I don't know if they're, it's going to yes. be their digital yeah. fan fest. I don't think it's going to be then because they did talk about well, that. But they they specifically said fan fest is canceled. They they yeah. finally pulled the trigger on that. You knew it. We all it, it was coming. I still hoped it was like one week after my birthday, so I still hoped. Yeah. Um, but yeah. They're, but they're going to have a special informational stream on in February. Um, uh, oh, they're like, oh, what could it be? We don't know. We're not going to say so. <laughs> they're going to announce the expansion then, and they're also going to do a 14-hour broadcast right after that. That's Probably. the normal one, right? Where they just have the dude have to go out and get all the minions or some task like that. That that guy you're talking about is the director of Final yeah, Fantasy yeah. 16. <laughs> yeah. But but that's what they do in those 14-hour streams. It's not as if it's like 14 yeah. hours of riveting content. It's literally just like, here's a challenge, go and smash your head against it for a while. Do, do you yeah. guys think we're going to get like the expansion trailer in one go then? Like the full thing? Or are they going to nah. keep stuff for like that digital fan first in May? And if they do release the full thing in May, what does that mean for the expansion release date? Expansion's a year from now. Like, uh at I'm, least at least a year from now it's going to be in october or november i'm 90 percent sure yeah. <laughs> i mean it's not what we want uh but i think that's just definitely not <laughs> yeah. yeah and i i think that did they say it was going to be a digital fan fest in may or they just said they were discussing it and that was an idea i think they were i, I think they said there's going to be one and they are discussing if they're going to keep FanFest digital in general or like global or something. At least that's the way I understood it. Mm-hmm. They were they're a little I'm... loose in specifics and they said they're targeting to do something around May. So, I mean, yeah. isn't it just going to be another live letter just souped up a little bit? Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's lots of other like sort of things that they do during FanFest that are more than just your regular live letter. They've got the keynote, obviously, which is essentially a live letter. They do like a literal live letter there as well, but there are things like musical performances. There are things mm-hmm. like uh, interviews with certain parts of the team. Like there was a huge part on localization and things like that last time at the yeah. United Fan Fest. Uh, so all those sorts of things will be really cool to get an insight into as well, which most people don't get the chance to see. Yeah. You know, I just remember this is completely a random tangent, 100%. Chess, you're talking about your birthday and uh, Fan Fest. I remember it was my birthday uh when i went to paris fan fest and they sung happy birthday to me on stage i remember that oh, <laughs> that was okay. the I most awkward that. time of my life uh was, was that those, <laughs> those few seconds uh but yeah fan fest being canceled is something that we're expecting or at least going digital in mm. some way uh i, I th- <laughs> na sucks uh us sucks uh lots of places in the world have- sucks you want to come have FanFest here in New Zealand? It's pretty safe. Yeah, but would it be safe if uh, Americans came? I mean, you'd have to quarantine for a few weeks at your own expense. But... <laughs> so are they going to, like, take... If you bought a ticket, you have to, like, be in a bubble for two weeks and they have to just kind of watch you. I don't, even, I, I don't even think anyone can come in. It's, like, only if you're coming home as a Kiwi already, but then you need to spend, like, three grand to be put in a very specific hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's... I it yeah they send you the New Zealand you go into the COVID possible hotel and like you just sit there and in a room yeah. and if you don't have COVID after two weeks you can come out to the event. That's that's literally how it works. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, I I hope that this stuff gets figured out and uh, I I don't know. I I want to see in person events again. I I would it would be nice um, if they do the like a media event and then they actually do that 
where they bring media in, but I don't think they're going to do that even. Uh, they'll probably do it I mean, I, you think... You've been at the media tour in America, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. For shadowing it. Mm -hmm. Do you think they could even hold that online? I don't think so. How are you going to play the game online? They've... They're not going to send so... you the data, and they need you to play it to have people review it. So how would oh, that even yeah. work? So the thing is, it's probably just not going to be as good. They'll probably show things. Uh, I, they, I mean, streaming gaming is possible. Uh, they, they are coming with that technology. Stadia exists still. Uh, I know people forgot about it, uh, but Stadia is there. And then POS Now, I think it does the streaming thing. They might have something in relation to that. Um, the, the thing is, there are companies doing digital media events right now. They have to make compromises. Uh, I don't know exactly how it all functions, but it is happening. And I feel like that's something that they would go towards. Because otherwise, but I don't know. How many How many people were there on a media day in NA? Uh, 20-ish. 20-ish. I mean, per, so well, I, 20 I for like two days. Two days, there are two days of 20 people. Yeah, I feel it was the same in Europe. So I feel like that's still a number that you could like space out enough to still have them attend. Mm. Like it's... Uh, God, I don't know the English word for that, but... It's not too much. Like, if you think of like the distance you have to keep between Acceptable. people and blah blah, you can just put them in like cubes or something. Hmm. In I mean, theory, they could do it. Is it worth it? That would involve them traveling know. to America, and I'm pretty sure they don't want any of that right now. <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe in nine months still... it'll be okay. We don't know. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, I I feel like you could still have Yoshida just attend digitally. And just have like the people who are already in the country organize everything. Mm. I mean, that would be possible. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would like to see these events because uh, FanFest has been a huge part of my life ever since I went to the 2014 one. I mean, that's just every two years. It was the thing. It was something I'm looking forward to. It happened in two years. I'm waiting for the next one. Uh, so it, it was a big impact uh, to me personally that it's not happening. I'm hoping... <sighs> I mean, I feel like they're just going to skip it completely, and then we'll start maybe 2022, 2023, we'll start seeing them again. Um, Hopefully. The, it's so hard to tell, because the world's so fucked up, guys. I mean, it's, <laughs> to be honest, it's just, we don't know what the hell's going to happen with all this. We're all transferring into this online world, because there's nothing else that we can really do. Um so, I mean, it's, yeah. it's the same for Gamescom. Like, everyone is wondering, okay, with the expansion being delayed like we all i think we all agree it's not going to come before august next year mm -hmm. um we don't know if gamescom is going to happen but i think gamescom is like the event where square is actually doing stuff with like a stage and having like events on the stage um none of us right now know even if gamescom would take place next year would the booth be the same like what are you gonna show months old content that mm -hmm. like no one cares about anymore how are you gonna hype people up for an expansion with that it's like mm -hmm. it's it's very tricky like i mean uh, right now everybody's looking online right so they're they're paying a lot more attention to the internet and so when something new happens that's not uh horrible and it's something to be excited for people are, are jumping on board for it um i think with um i think this expansion will do fine as long as they they promote it hard enough uh online it'll be okay uh, 
Is it sad that I'm like the reason why I'm hoping a vaccine happens is because I want to go back out and go to conventions? It's like as yeah, soon dude, as that was... as soon as it happens, I'm like, all right, conventions will be back on and we can start going places. Uh, yeah, I was I was hyper fan fest this year. I'm sad it's not going to happen. Yeah, me too, dude. Uh, I was going to be gone. It would have been soon, huh? Yeah, it would like, be yeah, like in a month. Out. Yeah. <sighs> Unlucky. Maybe we can just have an online get together uh, where we all have to like drink alcohol or something. And that's like the requirement for it. And we all take <laughs> shots and we just we're online and in a big Zoom meeting or something. I don't know. Count me in. I'm in. Let's do it. Let's make it a thing. Uh, maybe it could be like a watch we'll party. Guys. Maybe it's a, a fan fest digital get together for the event in February. And we all just like digital get together for the digital event. Yeah, uh, it's all <laughs> digital all the way down. Yep, exactly. Um, all right. So I, I, what else is that? It guys, did we? Is there anything that like was really good with this? Ocean summer? fishing, but <laughs> I mean, it's fishing. <laughs> so the dungeon, Matoya's cave. Oh, actually, I did want to talk about this. Okay. About the dungeon, uh, Matoya's relic. When you think about what 5.4 means for the story and the uh -huh. direction of the game, that's the start of the next arc of the game. Yeah. Right? So 5.35 essentially wrapped up Shadowbringers. So 5.4 is is where the next expansion starts. And the fact that we're going to Matoya first is like hinting that I'm thinking it's going to be Charlayan potentially to be seen mm. in the next uh, expansion. Well, I mean, sometimes they kind of like throw you in an area you're like, oh, to go talk to this person, here's the dungeon so you can go find them. And that, that's, it doesn't have anything to really do with the story. It's just, uh, it's, isn't it? It's Tola. It's MSQ dungeon, though. Yeah. It's very likely we just need some doohickey to get out of her closet. And oh, it's a whole dungeon <laughs> in there. Oh, no. I mean, that could be. It. Maybe she just dies. Yeah. Tola, I mean, she isn't she. Isn't she like, uh, isn't she Matteo? What am I saying this horribly wrong? I mean, they, they said they like they don't want to tell us if they mean like the original Matoya or Ishtola. But my assumption, because we're big on like our shot, where Ishtola is just Ishtola and not Matoya, mm. is that it's going to be like the old Gwenny one. Yeah, especially because it's all like we saw that the art where it's all witchy. Yeah, and, yeah. It's yeah. very old Matoya case. And we're like, also. It, like everything's going to be based back, I think MSQ wise on the source now, um, yeah. Because all the all the homies are back, so oh, we got trust. Maybe we need a magic mm. way to get to the moon. I don't know. That's true. That's a good point. Being <laughs> able to run it with trust. Ever... Does, yeah, confirm that. Do you guys think mm. we're gonna see after Gaia is gonna die in the raids? Or do you think we're gonna see Rain or Rino, or however you say her name, join the science? No, she's, she's gone. You think? She's she's done. The expansion's know. over. <laughs> she's yeah, she's still, she's but I there. I feel like she could still join us in some way. No, she's gonna, like she's gonna show up. Like she's gonna show up in like eight point wielding uh, Thancred's <laughs> gun blade, and like twenty years are gonna pass. She's gonna be like an old lady. It'll be great. Uh, I think that there's a chance. I mean, with her being part of like the Heidelin, like special chosen oracle, that she could. Potentially get into transferring to different worlds and every or different shards or whatever and start mm -hmm. to like move around. Uh, 
but I don't want to see it. I just want to be done. I mean, I would rather have her than the damn cat boy. <laughs> the <laughs> damn cat boys. Yeah. So, uh, do you hate Crystal Eckhart that much? Yes. Now, this, this is, is a very boring and This is character. a good conversation. Explain. <laughs> He's boring and bland, and they just put him there because all the girls simp over him. I mean, that's it. That's I... it. I don't dislike the character, but I dislike what the community has done with the character. <laughs> I dislike what a lot of people have done with a lot of the characters, to be completely That's honest. True. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I don't, I'm not super attached to any of the characters in the game. The only one that I was attached to, we killed in a dungeon, because uh, all his name days were up, I guess, and he's just gone. Um, rest in peace, Grunwald. It's... Oh my really? name days come at once. Oh, I, I don't know why they got rid of him. He would have been so cool. Uh they just did the end of that dungeon so well. Like his he you could hear the voice acting was like perfect for like displaying all the emotions and everything. Uh so he stuck with me. But uh I just said this last show too, funny enough. Uh I think I'm trying to think of if we're going story discussion and everything with the expansion coming up in five point four expansion the patch in 5.4 i don't really know what to expect i mean charlayan would be cool uh, i thought we were just going to go back and kill xenos and that was going to be the next expansion that we we're just going to recycle him but I, I am hoping hoping to hell that we resolve the xeno saga before the expansion that he is dead and we have something new to do yeah. how how in two patches like they built him up as a new big bad like actual big bad right now there's no way we're going to kill him with two story we spent an expansion killing him yeah. we've done it yeah. already <laughs> we're but, not going to kill him in two patches like he's he's too involved well, with too much stuff that's like more than just Garlemald for him to just die but the thing is mm -hmm. with Matoya's cave and like the Charlie and stuff happening now that is so, so far away from Galamal that I also don't know, like, where the fuck we're going? Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they could do it the Stormblood way, where they did Doma and... Uh, mm. Is that the place called? <laughs> Doma and uh, Ralgar's Reach. That other the, place. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah. Stormblood was clearly very memorable for that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I think I just kind of blacked everything out with my... Alamigo. Alamigo, that's it. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's this potential there, but no. Xenos, I think we're resolving him in the Fan Daniel arc as soon as possible. I think, yeah, I think Xenos is toast before the next expansion, or he'll be like the first boss in the next expansion. Like, I, I don't think he's sticking around for much longer. He should be gone. I'm, I'm done with him. I, I don't care. I, I have no interest in. We were. He's been stringing along as a bad guy for way after his, uh, his crazy suicide thing he did at the end of. Uh, but right, but... right, yeah, yeah. Right now, his his purpose essentially to the story is something still connecting us to Zodiac because he's after that too, mm -hmm. and we still need to resolve the Zodiac thing. So that's I think Xenos's purpose, which we still need to resolve within Shadowbringers. Zodiac's going to be around for a while. I don't think he's going anywhere soon. I don't know about that one. Because uh, that's 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 the Essian like storyline is, is Zodiac essentially, and they said that we're almost done with it. 
Yeah, yeah. They had a, but they had the little dude that we killed already show up and with a uh, Asian inside of him, right? Yeah, that's Fan Daniel. Yeah, that's Fan Daniel. The yeah. dude working with Xenos, and they're working for. Like, well, Xenos wants to get Zodiac and like absorb its power or something. I don't know. But essentially, that it's all it's all ties together. Mm-hmm. That Zodiac and Fan Daniel and Zo- and Xenos uh, Zodiac Fan Daniel. Yeah, all those go together, <laughs> and we're just gonna get them out the way. What if we kill? What if we fight Zodiac is like just a primal, like fight like a trial, and it's like. We I mean, build that's him up what and I it's expect. Like, oh, it's but... a trial at the end of five point five, and we're done. I <laughs> just move I on mean, past it. Uh, we killed Nidhogg in a trial, right? You know. Mm. So, but he came I back mean, in a seven. ones are always yeah. that way. How mm. else are you going to fight Zodiac though, if not as a trial? Like, there's no other content. It just feels so underwhelming. Uh, but I guess that's it... that's how it's been. Yeah, Maybe it's just the main the... story. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a huge content update. <laughs> Maybe they maybe they're giving us Kestrum uh, Meridianum 2.0. We're gonna go and do an eight man dungeon and kill Zodiac at the end of it. Oh man, would I be so excited to see dungeons, uh, savage dungeons or large like raids that actually had movable areas again that like you'd go through and kill ads and stuff. Haven't done it since Coil. I guess uh, Alexander they did a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit though, and that wasn't even savage. It was skipped over, um, unless if you count Faust. But um, I mean, that's what was fun about BAs. You're moving around a, an area with a large group of people, exploring and stepping on traps and learning about all the little mobs and things around there. Mm-hmm. There's a whole place to go and explore. I mean, is that what BA or uh, the new BA is going to be like when you get? No, no. There's no? a normal mode now. That's <laughs> true. Uh, other things story-wise, I don't think they really gave us too much on it. To, we can just really... I mean, I've talked to Ethis enough about it to have assumptions, and otherwise I'd be completely blind and in the dark. I, I think... What do they call it? Hmm? I'm just thinking, what was the patch title? Uh, Futures rewritten. That's yeah. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is completely ambiguous, intentionally, so, clearly. They posted that screenshot, though, right? With uh, Amorek and that little birdie... Do that again. As like a teaser. It's with the the Vanu Vanu the guy. Amaric. <laughs> so we're we're going out to we're going out to Ishgard. That's yeah. all we know. There'll be a scene there. Mm. Probably on our way over to Matoya's cave to go in Matoya's closet or whatever they're calling it. <laughs> Matoya's relic. Gotcha. <laughs> Close. So it said futures rewritten. That means that we're changing stuff to change the future, like tenant or. Or it means we already have because of everything that happened in the, the entirety of Shadowbringers. Or it means that we're doing something for the future. It, it is literally intentionally ambiguous. And yeah. I hate it. <laughs> hate it. Fucking. Yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah, I think that's, that's it. Live letter. We, we've done pretty good. I, like Every time I ask, is there anything else? I expect to be like, no, there's nothing. It's done. Um, I mean, there's... I guess right now my whole personality with playing Final Fantasy fourteen and I made it a goal that I only log in if I'm really want to do something and not just do everything and that's just how I play now. I miss out on so much more. Like I haven't done any ocean fishing at all. Uh, I haven't done a lot of little various things that they've released. I haven't done seasonal events in a while. Um, that's just how I enjoy the game. I enjoy, and th- I don't know how many people this is a surprise to. I enjoy doing Mog Talk 
that that's my thing, right? I enjoy like bringing people on, having discussions, and working with the community more than I do playing Final Fantasy fourteen. You've you've beaten the FOMO essentially. Yeah, is what you're saying. The FOMO. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I've I've gotten to the point to where I'm happy with the game. I enjoy the game, but I love bringing you guys on and talking and being <laughs> and criticizing the game for an hour and a half in live letters and everything uh the one other note is they had a wall between each other is that is For that safety. enough no <laughs> is that not at all is that is that enough that's that's sort of like security theater right there yeah that, that was yeah. definitely theater because uh, that that doesn't really do anything um all right. I would imagine that all of those dudes are all within a very tight bubble of just Absolutely. no outside interaction. They, yeah, because they can't have anything go wrong there. That, that's money. Uh, yeah. If any of those employees get sick, uh, they'll they'll lose money in the company uh, because content will get delayed. So uh, I they'll wish more people would do that. Sixteen will get delayed, and that's yeah. where the money is. Yeah, Yoshida probably is under a very tight watch right now. Man, six. Mm. That guy is running so much stuff. Yeah, if he got sick, that would fuck over a lot of things, wouldn't it? He's a real busy man. Yeah, we're gonna learn about sixteen at the beginning of uh, next year too. Hmm. I saw something somewhere, and I it, could be completely wrong, but apparently sixteen is already like ridiculously heavily underway based on some recruitment that they're doing job recruitment yes. like it's literally yeah. it's been done that. for a long ass time and it's, it's like they're getting the polish so we should be expecting it like next year well, they, they nice. started working on it right after heaven's word hmm. uh, right after they shipped that uh, was when the the team really like started cracking on it and they're they put out like an image of it a really long time ago like oh no it's not the next number of final fantasy this is just a concept idea for what we're doing and yeah so i think it's been like four it's years been, it's, it's been in development yeah yeah yeah, could be coming out in the next couple of years. I'm surprised he didn't mention Yoshi didn't say anything about it um, during the live letter. I know he like put because I mean, uh, he has to like eventually though. not cross the lines anymore and be like, "This is 14, <laughs> this is 16." Because every time he does anything 14, it's gonna be, "Hey, what's going on with 16?" But... I guess uh, uh, he said a little bit about like TGS, I think, and he might have put a, like a message out on um, mm-hmm. on uh, Lodestone or something, saying that he's working on both of them, but. I don't know. I, I figured. I, I thought he would at least mention something like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm busy with 16, but I still have my full attention on 14." Mm-hmm. I think he probably doesn't even want to mention 16 for fear of getting like memed off the face of the planet by everyone mm-hmm. complaining about 14 lacking development and blah blah. Yeah. blah. Mm-hmm. Dad, but he also he tends to sometimes I feel like say a bit too much or gets close to saying too much. So I assume with 14, he can still like talk his way out of it. Or like joke mm. about it, but if he's if he leaked anything about sixteen, people would go wild. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, and T'd probably be in a bit of trouble. So yeah, I he... I guess they keep it very tightly shut right now. And he's not mentally prepared to like control that flow of information when he's doing the fourteen stuff. Mm. Like he fourteen, he's like, this is what we're talking about, and I know what I shouldn't talk about. He's not thinking about you know blocking that off for sixteen. I assume when he's having this mm. stuff. Um, I, I forgot. There's something else that I wanted to to mention with that, but I, I I forgot it already. Anyways, I guess we're good. We good, guys. Seems That's, that way. Seems that yeah. way. So, yeah. Yeah. I I appreciate you 
all coming on the show, by the way. I did want to talk about the live letter. And it's always difficult to do those discussions because we have no clue what's going to happen until the day before the show. Uh, and so we don't know if they're going to have a whole bunch of ton, like tons of interesting information. They always have something to talk about. It's just if it's something that we want to talk about. But I think this one had a, a decent amount uh, to Crafting. Yeah. This, is, this is the battle content patch, essentially, mm -hmm. for the expansion. Mm -hmm. This is the big one because yeah. we're going to get this all like coming in 5.4 and then 5.5 is ultimate. So like the next six months of the game are looking really good for Raiders. Yeah. I'm, I really hope what comes Tuesday is something that really pulls me in. Cause I, I would love to have some good battle content that is just enjoyable to do. Uh, but I won't know until I see it. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're all Excellent. excited for Tidem and <laughs> let's see what happened with that. Uh, and there's even a crafter diadem which still exists somewhere in the background that I don't know anything about. You, you don't want to know about it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the place where you go to lose your soul. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can go ahead and wrap up here uh, as we're getting to the closing. Of course, I want you guys all to say your last little bits of information and where people can find you. Uh, you know, there, I'm sure there's viewer questions, but I'm not even going to look at them. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me let me check. I don't think that they usually there have, hasn't been a lot of viewer questions just because there's not a lot to, especially this live letter. Yep, complete slate, clean slate. So we're gonna move forward because <laughs> uh, I just have the bot saying it in there. I don't say anything. Genshin Impact, my ass. Uh, uh, but yeah, so go ahead and do your little piece of anything that you'd like to say and where people can find you if they wanted to hear more from you. And we'll go clockwise here, starting with Jess, if that's okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> wait, why are you laughing? Because the cat popped so up and you I, can... just, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. She's, yeah. Um, so you can find me on all social medias under Famously Jess. Um, same for Twitch. I mainly stream in German, but every time we do Ultimate, which is what I mainly stream for Final Fantasy right now, um, we're doing Uvo at the moment. Uh, just talk in English to me. I will reply in English and... Frosty, thanks for having me. Of course. Um, it's been a while. I'm sorry if I seemed a bit... Yeah, I'm sorry if I seemed a bit tired. It's 11 p.m. for me. Or by now, 1 a.m. So, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, it's very late for you. I appreciate you coming on uh, and staying awake for me. Uh, oh, well, for the show. Um, Sphia? Yes, uh, I'm going to put my Twitch and Twitter in the chat. Check out my yes. Twitch because in two days' time, Yes, two and a bit days time. I'm going to be probably 24 plus hours streaming new Boja. Uh, so don't expect <laughs> anything from me before that, but I'm going to be just in there. And if you want to experience it vicariously through me, and I think like my whole raid, raid team's doing it as well. So you'll be able to hang out with the TPS lads. Nice. Uh, Boja with the boys will be Hog. fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then Balana. Hey, uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Balana Rawl. Um, I'm also on the uh, the Twitch over, under that as well, which is um, oh, shit. I haven't really streamed anything in a while, but I've also been working on a big D and D project. We had our, our first show uh, back in July, mm. uh, InstaQuest. Uh, we're gearing up for the first season, uh, so if you want to stay tuned and pay attention to uh, what's coming through that, our our um, Twitch is InstaQuest, our Twitter is Quest Insta, just to be confusing, and our, our Instagram is InstaQuest TV. Can you post that real quick in chat if you're available? 
to do uh, that? Yeah, definitely. Um, and you guys should really check that out because that is a really cool thing that you're doing. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you guys haven't seen it, it's just a... I, I, I don't even know the logistics of how you make that happen. I assume it's very complicated. It's it's very complicated. It's it's a, a kind of an augmented reality D and D thing where mm-hmm. we have um, like a, a Unity uh, a, a scene in Unity running that's projected onto three like monitors around us, so we can see everything. You guys can see everything. It's it's a very cool bit of a technological monstrosity that we're we're hoping to to roll out some more episodes of pretty soon here. That's awesome. You guys should definitely check that out. Uh, and please check out everybody that's been on the show today. Jess and Sophia. I'm sorry for getting you timed out, Jess. <laughs> I guess you're the only one not modded but on I, the show. And then the second time I posted, it's like I mistyped. Oh, perfect. <laughs> She's bad, bad. Uh, yeah. But yeah, guys, check them out. Uh, follow them. And I do want to say uh, a couple other things in regards to the show uh and everything else first actually not about the show i want to go ahead and do another little uh bit of advertising for this fundraising event that's happening uh i think it's an eu-based fundraising event and i'm going to post a link in the chat as well it's a just giving uh final fantasy and ffx iv i believe yes uh if you go to that they are working this month i think they've raised uh two thousand pounds so far uh and they're working to give more money towards a cancer research fund so if you'd like to support that, click on a link and, and support that. Um, in regards to the world race, we are in the very beginning of everything. Layla, I saw your ass in the chat. Uh, you're there just like a few minutes ago. Uh, if you want it to get together and make it happen, let me know. Otherwise, I'm just going to have the stream up by myself. And I will, I will sit there and do solo stuff and we'll make it happen. Maybe Jess will come on for that. I don't know. Uh, depends on the times. I, I'm not sure yet what my work situation is going to be. I'm mm-hmm. going to try to get the whole time off because mm. we're going to attempt the week one again and hopefully get it this time. Okay. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I could maybe cover early morning again if it's a two yeah, day race. It would be like, <laughs> I know you're sleepy. <laughs> I will get sleepy at some point. Uh, and Oh, yeah. My excuse is you saw the DM at 3 a.m., Layla. Yeah. You know how much time has passed between that day and right now? You know how many <laughs> non-3 a.m. times there were? <laughs> so, anyways, I'm just giving you shit. Uh, we'll see what it's happens. October. He's, uh, he's role-playing a ghost because it's October. <laughs> ghost in me, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's see. What else? I, next week... Depending on the content, I would like to do a show based around our kind of after release of Bojan and kind of what's happening. Maybe Svia will be on if he's alive to do that or whoever is like really invested (laughs) in that content. uh, We can have a discussion. If it turns out that it's not worth talking about, we won't do a show on it and we'll see what happens. Uh, So that's a little bit in the air. Uh, Stay tuned. Follow me on Twitter, uh, Frosty TV stream. And you can find out all that information there. You can also check out mogtalk.org where I post some information or check out the Discord that I have that I never remember to promote or advertise in any shape or form. Uh, that I am there and I discuss stuff about MogTalk. And I think that's it. I think that's all my stuff. Thank you very much, Karar, my wife, for being awesome and amazing and supporting me and everything. Uh, I wouldn't be able to do this if you didn't. Let me do this every Saturday. Uh, thank you very much to chat for being here. Thank you very much to literally everyone who gives any kind of support, whether it's just watching the show or following me on Twitter or following the show, whatever you do, uh, it means a lot. And with that being said, guys, be good. Keep cool. Stay frosty. 
Bye, guys. Everybody do your wave. Can't do your wave. Say bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>